On today's show, it is episode 1556 with Robbie Cowan joining the podcast once again to discuss the Central Division as we kick off the Eastern Conference over-unders with Robbie. Stay tuned for all of that and more on the way. You are Locked On Hawks, your daily Atlanta Hawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Lockdown Hawks podcast. I am joined once again by Robbie Calland, who is here to discuss the first of our three Eastern Conference divisions. Robbie, welcome back. Pleasure to be here. Let's, uh, let's dive into the East, the beast of the East. If, yeah, if you missed anything, the central by the way, division. If you missed anything, by the way, we've done three episodes on the West, division by division. They should be in your podcast platform of choice. But without further delay, as we attempt to breeze through these, the Milwaukee Bucks at the top yep. of the central division. 53 and a half wins, according to our friends at FanDuel. They do have the most juice of any team that I have seen. It's under the under is minus 144 right now at Oof. FanDuel. So people like the under right now at this current number, Robbie. Mm-hmm. No huge changes. You know, Malik Beasley is there, which I almost forgot to be candid with the audience. Yep. Um, they bring in Robin Lopez, uh, first round pick Andre Jackson. They lose Javon Carter, who I know you, you and I love, uh, mm-hmm. Joe Ingles, and uh. Hawks legend Wes Matthews no longer with Milwaukee either. They won 58 games last year. That's yeah. a lot of wins given that Chris Middleton played exactly 33 games. Correct. But they also overachieved violently according to their point differential, which was like 51-ish. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know you will join me in this, Robbie. The big question that I have is not player-related. It is Mike Budenholzer is not the coach anymore. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, Adrian Griffin in town. Bud, for all of the playoff faults, was – Maybe the best regular season coach in the NBA. Um, Certainly on the short has, And has been for a decade. Um, going back to his time with the Hawks. I mean, he got 60 wins out of the Hawks. Um, yeah, I, I, I lean under. I wouldn't bet it with minus 144. Minus Jeez. 144. That's, hey, listen, I'm not, we, love, we love our folks at FanDuel. All that tells us is, though, is that they have, some, they have some real money on the under somewhere. I'll yes. tell you that. Yeah, uh, so. uh, it was 52 and a half when I first did this exercise yeah. a couple weeks ago, so it's moved. But obviously, they don't want to move it back down. But uh, you, you clearly, it's good. they're incentivized not to move it because they don't want to get middled, which is what that yeah, is. Somebody, so. somebody hit it pretty big though when it moved up. I, yeah, I mean, look, here's the thing with Milwaukee's I think their depth is a little shakier than it's been. Yeah. Um, Javon Carter was really good for them. In, in the regular season, he gave them basically, they basically had 48 minutes of good point guard play, which they don't anymore. Like when Drew Holiday is not in that lineup, I don't know who runs the offense. And it's not like Javon was, you know, some great, you know, point guard, like getting everybody set up, but he's a competent point guard and particularly a, a very good defender. So they always had good point of attack defense, which is kind of the thing they hang their hat on is they're just going to be one of the top five defenses in the NBA every year because they have Drew, Giannis, and Brooke Lopez, who all three of them get defensive player of the year cases made for them almost every year. Um, Holiday by basically everybody he plays against. Like Holiday is like the player's choice for best defender in the NBA. And then Giannis and Brooke get the love from everybody else. 
uh, and rightfully so. But like having Carter behind Holiday gave you 48 minutes of great defensive guard play, which they will not have anymore. And I'm curious to see how that works. I'm curious to see what Adrian Griffin tries to change because Giannis historically does not like change. He did not like when Jason Kidd got fired and Jason Kidd was a bad basketball coach That's at the time and <laughs> might still be, but like he didn't like that change. Giannis doesn't like when things change and I'm fascinated to see how that whole dynamic works. Like it's not to say that I don't think it can work, but I think there is reason to want to change things and to want to open up the offense more and to want to do more things because come playoff time, you're, we've seen that they really need to have some more options offensively. But in the regular season, that might cost them wins, right? Like that's yeah. the type of thing where when you start, remember the year that they won the title, they actually, I, I think they went under their win total. It was way higher, but I think they went under their win total because that was the year they were kind of tinkering with stuff. Yep. Um, I think that happens again this year. And I think it's going to cost them a couple wins because if it's not, if they're like trying out some new stuff in high leverage situations, that tends to lead to some, some bad outcomes as you're working into the confidence level. I lean under, I will not bet it at minus 144. I know that, <laughs> yes. uh, but obviously, and then also like, it's a little scary just because if Giannis plays a whole season, they can very easily go over this yes. just because he's that good. We Even, saw, and again, we saw like last year. Chris, Chris played 33 games like, and they, they won that many. And so I guess the big questions are Brooke Lopez was crazy healthy last year, despite the fact that he missed so much time the year before uh, with the back, like he was super healthy and was what runner up for defensive player of the year um, or top three. And so, yeah. He is irreplaceable for them uh, because their next big is Bobby Portis, who does not do the same things. And uh, obviously, yeah, I don't worry as much about Giannis because Giannis is just like Terminator. But um, yeah, I mean, Brooke, Brooke is a swing point health wise. But moving away from health, it's an it's a lean under for me, just because I think there's going to be some considerable changes attempted. Uh, and that just, I think it's going to be a little bit rockier. I tend to agree with all of that. I'm glad you mentioned Brooke. Brooke had his best season of his career, which is a, not a high bar, not, not a low bar to clear. He was very, yeah, very, was very, very good last year yeah. uh, on the other side, Middleton, all that stuff. So, yeah, I, I would lean under as well because of the uncertainty with the coaching staff. But like you said, not in a rush to play it because they could just win 58 again and it wouldn't surprise much. But they do. Giannis is it very is. good at basketball. He is the too long didn't read. There is Giannis <laughs> good. Uh, I will uh, for a, for a Hawks tangent. I will never forget talking to Wes Wilcox about how mad he was. He did not get to draft Giannis uh, that draft. I he, uh, he just triggered everyone. They again. all they all loved him. Uh, so congrats, Hawks fans. There it is. Today's show is brought to you by Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during unexpected times, and that's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use, and they give you peace of mind that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in the event of an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure, make sure you have the medication that you need in hand, and it's also very simple for you. They handle everything that you need from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. With Jace Medical also, you will not be caught unprepared for anything, honestly. 
which is something that I know is quite valuable. As a listener of your this podcast as well, you can save more than $360 by getting this life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical Plus. You can also get an additional $20 off by using the promo code Locked On at checkout at jacemedical.com. That is J-A-S-E medical.com. One more time, jacemedical.com, promo code Locked On. All right, Robbie, let us go to the Cleveland Cavaliers who are in a tier yep. of their own in this in this division in terms of their over-under 50 and a half yeah. is the number, juiced to the over, actually, right now yeah. at FanDuel. Um, they upgraded a team that was already quite good in the regular mm-hmm. season last year. Of course, every meme is out there about the bright lights being too bright for the Cavs in the, po- in the postseason. But, hey, once again, this is a regular season focus. Regular season prop. And they were excellent last year. In fact, they even underachieved. They went. They had a point differential that was elite, like top three in the league. Yeah. Um, and they got and they got better on paper. They had Max Struess. They had they had George Niang. Um, even like someone like Ty Jerome could help them a little bit. There's right. some uncertainty with Ricky Rubio. I'm not sure if he's going to play or when he's going to play. But yeah, um, beyond that, they they just lose Chetty Osman. They lose uh, Lamar Stevens. Our, our guy Bills guy Lamar Stevens. Danny Just Green saying. was there and didn't really do much of anything. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, I kind of did too. Until I did this. Research. Kevin Love. Kevin Love's gone. Kevin Love was there for a while and then was gone. Um, but anyway, they. You know, they were very good last year. They were yeah. also not quite as much as the Kings, for instance, but they were very yeah. healthy. They were very they healthy were. last year. Yeah. Um, they did have the they had the Garland injury early on, but all four of their top guys played 68 games or more. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't even know where to go with this. I think I just broadly speaking would lean to the over because we've seen the cohesion. But mm-hmm. also this is this is a high number. Like you gotta be really good to to be betting the over on 50, 50 and a half wins. Yeah. Uh, Sam and I locked this up at 49 and a half on the over. Uh, um, I would have liked that more, but Hey, we are, we are, all, that was, that was three weeks. That was two the, mar- weeks the market, ago. the market followed you. The market uh, did. Yeah, yeah. No, everybody listened to that one. Um, I still like the over. I mean, look, this is just a, a very good basketball team, particularly for the regular season, because you have two elite rim protectors, uh, in Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. You have, uh, two all-star level guards in Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell. All of their problems are playoff problems for me. Uh, they, I think their depth got better both for the postseason and for the regular season with Max Drews and George Niang. You still have Isaac Okoro, who uh, took some strides last year. And obviously in the playoffs, it was a bit of an adventure um, because offensively, I think, again, light's bright. Uh you know, he, he did not want to necessarily be the one taking a lot of shots, but he was better in the regular season at that. Karis Levert back. He is, he, he had a really good year for them last year. Uh, he is a good kind of second unit guy who can, you know, be out there and, and kind of orchestrate things when needed. If they need to have Garland and Mitchell on the bench, they can stagger all their guys really easily. I like the over. This is a good basketball team. Um, you know, something that you could probably talk me into is like a Cavs one seed prop. Yeah. Um, if you like the over, you don't want to lay juice because if they go over 50 wins, there's a, there's a real chance they could get there. Obviously the Celtics exist. Um, and that is the fear the Celtics could win a million games, right. but um, there's a world where the Cavs are the one seed in the East just because, you know, they've got a really good, talented roster that, that we've seen can win a lot of games and is confident in their abilities in the regular season. Again, I have I still have a number of questions about them come playoff time. Um, 
but that's not what wind totals are about. This is. I mean, and they're, they're, they're going to and they're going to care. They're still young enough where yes, they're going to want the cruise control isn't probably going to come into play unless they have a, right. somehow have a huge lead or something in the east. Yeah. So yeah, I for all those reasons I would lean over. Yeah. I, I don't love it enough. Juiced, to bet at juiced at yeah. fifty and a half is yeah. is uh, less enticing than when it was one ten at forty nine and a half. Yeah, I think the value is probably gone. And yeah. if there are some questions, maybe their defense got a little bit worse with the additions of Struess and Yang. But even then, like the shooting well, probably... the thing is, is like we know Struess is a good team defender. He's fine. Yeah, like Niang, you know, Niang is, Niang is an adventure at times, but yeah. like Struess, like is a good team defender. He'll be slide. and it's like as long as they're as long Allen, as they're playing Mobley and Allen together, that covers a lot of look I, I was wrong about them last year i thought the the backcourt was, was going to be too them. bad defensively um on that in the form in particular and I it had, just didn't it didn't matter because the Mobley and allen just kind of by themselves is good enough with a decent wing um so anyway we we lean over we don't love it at this number and uh yeah. it, restraint is important in over unders folks we, we were too late on this that's, that's okay you got you got you got you to learn Oppor- opportunities right. come and go alas in the betting world <laughs> okay let's go to indiana indiana is at 38 uh-huh. And a half wins at FanDuel right now. Um, they add Bruce Brown. They add Obi mm-hmm. Toppin. They draft Jarris Walker and Ben Shepard in the first round. Mm-hmm. They lose Chris Duarte, uh, O'Shea Brissett, who I kind of like. But um, And also, we should say, as we're recording this, Buddy Heald is apparently quite available in trade. He's not been traded, but he's quite Correct. available. They might trade him at some point. Uh, yeah. Last year, they were they they won 35 games yep. and a point, point differential of a 33-win team, but they also were exactly 500 with Halliburton. On the court. Yep. They were 28 and 28 with Halliburton last year. Um, they were pretty healthy otherwise, though. So, like, I think this people are forecasting them. I talked to Ben Ladder a little bit about the East last week, and he was excited about Indiana. People are they're a trendy team, let's just say. Mm-hmm. And that's why this number is where it is compared to last year, given like I would say they're better on paper. Bruce Brown is a good player. Mm-hmm. Obi Toppin is a guy you can kind of take or leave, depending on what mm-hmm. you think about him. But um defensively, you know, I still don't really know what's going on here. But what do you make of the Pacers? I like a lot of what they did. I thought they had a good offseason. I thought, you know, when I did my like winners and losers of free agency, whatever, they were a winner. Uh, getting Bruce Brown, they had money to spend. That's a great way to spend it is to get a guy like that that can be not just an on-court benefit, but for a pretty young locker room, like a guy coming off of a championship who was a championship glue guy and can kind of tell guys how to play their role. I think that's a unique um unique thing that they will get out of him is like it's one thing to sign a guy who has a, a championship it's another to sign a guy who had to play kind of every possible role that you can on that yeah. nuggets team and can kind of be the guy who says no you just got to do this like if you want to win and he he has some backing like when he talks to a Ben Matherin or an Andrew Nemhard or even a Halliburton or all these guys and he can kind of say like if you want to win, like you need to be able to compartmentalize and to, you know, embrace this. And he, it carries maybe a little more weight. I think all of that's great. I like the Obi Toppin trade. Um, that was a buy low for a guy who fits how they want to play. I don't know how impactful he's going to be, but I think he will enjoy it much more than the Knicks where he was in like the worst possible situation. Like he is the yeah. opposite of a Thibs guy. I, I do is, like him and him and Miles Turner make – Makes sense. Love yeah, it, it's a, it's a good fit. It's all that. I still don't know what Obi Toppin is exactly as like a, a piece on a winning team, <laughs> but like he's going to be fun in transition. He's going to really enjoy playing with Tyrese Halliburton and Miles Turner. He doesn't have to. He can you know he's not going to be 
claw, you know, there's the, the paint's not clogged for him, all that good stuff. But this is a guy who's going to play like 18 minutes a game, still 20 minutes a game. So like it's, we don't need to spend too much time there, but all of that said, this is an under for me. Um, I, I kind of, I kind of agree just because it's, for, it's, it's, it's too trendy. It's too, too trendy, trendy for one for two, the same thing I kind of talked about with the thunder where it's one thing, like it's hard to make that next step when you're in this range, right? Like it's hard to make that next step and crack into, um, for this, it's it's to crack into the play-in where there's a number of teams in the East that fall into that range. Like you basically have to think this Indiana team can be in the Hawks range, Bulls range, um, who else? Kind of closer to the Knicks, like. You have one of to, the one of the principles. It feels like like you got to be willing to, in order to take an over. It feels yeah. like you need to think that they have an outcome or a couple of outcomes that take them like six or seven wins over. Like, yeah. and I, that's why that's why I don't particularly. Like is there see. a forty five, forty four win? I can see them. Team? I can see them winning forty. I can. I can. I can't yeah. really see them getting to forty four or forty five, forty six. That's kind of where I. And look, Halliburton. Also, if if Heald's gone, like Heald was great for that. That's going to make them worse. And look, I'm not the biggest buddy guy in the world, but his offensive value. But is their super whole thing, their whole thing was that they were dynamic offensively. Yeah. And if you lose him and you're replacing him with Matherin, who I like, but isn't going to go on. But like that doesn't fix. No, and much. look, the the question is the defense. Yeah. Long story short, I mean Turner's a good defender, obviously, but yeah. outside of that. It's an plus guys. I mean, Halliburton's not a good defender, contrary yeah. to what people might think. He's not. He's not good on the end of the floor. He's a steals guy, and that's yeah, why. But because I mean, Matt, Matherin's bad at this point defensively. Yep. If he even if Heald is there, he's not good defensively. Yep. Jarris Walker long term is going to be awesome. He's going to be a rookie. I mean, it's yep. he's not going to change your culture overnight. So anyway, we, we lean. We lean Chris under there. Good. Would you? Yeah, he is. Uh, would you play the under or is this is a lean? You. I, I, you could talk me into a play on that 38. We, I think it was closer to a lean at 37 and a half when I did it earlier, but 38 and a half, like I, I think I would be willing to play that. Um, and again, it's, it's funny. Cause like, I like that team. It's the same thing with OKC where I'm like, yeah. I like this roster. I like the long-term outlook. Agreed. I think we are over projecting and you know, my whole thing about linear, <laughs> It's true, and they were healthy last year outside of Halliburton, and even that he didn't miss that many games. He missed twenty six games. So that's a very normal thing that would happen. So yeah, we're we're going under on on the Pacers in collective. Kind of an opposite team to the Pacers mm-hmm. is the Chicago Bulls. Much more boring, not trendy at all. They won thir- sorry the, the the number we should say is thirty seven and a half. Mm-hmm. So it's actually less than mm-hmm. the Pacers. They had our guy Javon Carter. They had Tory Craig. They lose Pat Bev. They lose, you know, Lonzo's already out for the year. It's not like a loss because right. he's not going to play. Um, but they won 40 last year and they were actually even better than that point differential wise. But this is something I had forgotten. Other than Sacramento, they were the they were crazy. Yeah, they were really uh, DeMar played 74. Levine but played DeMar 77. Uh, Vooch and Pat Will played 82 each. Yeah, that was 80 for Io Desunmu. Like, I know they're missing Lonzo. So before I get it, that's a huge loss, and yes. it's just he's just been gone for so long now that they kind of had to operate that way anyway. But aside from Lonzo, they were so healthy last year, and it worked. I mean, it it was somehow beyond still my understanding they were a top five defense last year. I, I don't know how they did it. Billy Donovan's uh, a good coach. He is, and Caruso's Caruso's really good. Caruso's um, great. But like, is that going to repeat? I don't know. Offensively, Demar's still great. Levine's really good. It's just a team that honestly I have no feel for other than just I, I keep the word mid comes to mind with the Bulls. 
They are, but I kind of like the over. Well, like, yeah, this, this it's, it's for the same. Like they are in. The, here's my thing: Who do I trust to win more than thirty-seven than like thirty-seven, thirty-eight plus games? Them or Indiana? It's the Bulls for me. They're like, probably safer. They, they, they've they're done just it. A, they're they, a veteran team. DeMar DeRozan wins you games. Like that's the one thing he does is he's really good in the fourth quarter because he just goes and gets a bucket. Like for all of the things that people are a little skeptical about DeMar and, and like where he is in the hierarchy of stars, like he is a premier fourth quarter bucket getter. Zach Levine is good. Um, will he be there? I don't know. That's that's. I mean, that, yeah. maybe they have Dame. I don't know. That would be. We should that's at least, the, we should at least acknowledge the that they have been mentioned in Dame stuff in the last as we record this the last few days. They've come up. I'm not sure They've how serious up. that is. No, but nobody knows. Maybe this is we all do, fake. We do but not know. if that if that is a one percent outcome, that only makes me feel like they're more an over team. Like if you swap Levine and Dame, yeah. Well, and the roster is better now than it was. Like it was. I, I, I think you and I agree on this. Adding Javon Carter and Torrey Craig at the expense of 2023 Pat Beverly and Javante Green is an upgrade. That's a substantial yeah. upgrade. Javon um, was really good. He was. He, he, he fits, I already he, talked about that. He also fits there. Him and Caruso can just wreak the thing, havoc. The thing, I mean, the thing that I said about Milwaukee having 48 minutes of great guard defense and now they lose Javon, Chicago now is the team that has that. They, they have, have honestly, produced. I think I think Carter and Caruso are two of the ten best mm-hmm. guard defenders in the league. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's not a small. I mean, I know that no. Levine is not great and Demar isn't great as. More, and by the way, Demar is more of a power forward than he is a guard. At he this is, point. Yeah, he's, yeah. Why do we list him as a guard? Kind, a uh, 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 people know on this, but I I do the rant every year. It, it blows my mind. If they do it again, I might I might go to the NBA headquarters. Anyway, uh, I like the I. I don't like the Bulls. I don't like the what they, I don't like their entire oeuvre mm-hmm. of what they're doing. Sure. As far as like wins and losses this year, over. I would go over as well. Yeah, I, I would I mean, love it. it. Here's the thing. Again, I don't think this is like a great basketball team, but like if they're healthy and they like they could win 43 games. If they find More religion so, and sell midseason, then we'll feel stupid and they'll go under. But, but like, there has been no indication they have any right. desire to do any of that. Like, <laughs> if they trade Levine, they're not trading Levine for draft assets. Is it the other thing that way? Like, they're gonna they're trying to get a guy for him, like, and try to maybe make the roster make a little more sense. I, we're we're I don't know. Like, I I lean over. Just it's they're they're, they're not they're ugly. not trendy. They're not no. trendy over Pacers are trendy under. They're they're just an ugly basketball team that's kind of decent and like I trust them, I trust them to be in the hunt for the nine seed more than some other teams. They're, they're going to try and the, yeah, the, very, the very very simple pitches last year. If anything, they were unlucky point differential wise, mm-hmm. and they won they won forty games a year ago, and they're better on paper right now roster. than they were a year yes. ago. Yeah, now health can change all that sure. stuff, but we 100%. we both yeah. like the over on the Bulls. What a weird right. place to be. We, it really is a weird place to be. Weird. I've been on the, I've, I've, although like this is me like every year. I'm just like bulls over. Like I just, well, I don't know yeah, why. Like, I, they just I, have guys and like. I think I faded them a couple of times in the recent past, but this is like more and more. It feels like no one, you know. No un- one wants un- to be Unlike the last team. couple of years, there's been a little bit of bulls hype. Sure. There is no bulls hype right now. None. Zero. None. Uh, which I'm okay, I'm okay with. Let's um, get in there. Buy low. <laughs> buy low on the bulls. Okay, let's go to Detroit. The last team. And the only team in their tier in this division, the Pistons number right now at FanDuel is 28 and a half wins. The juice is on the under to Detroit there. 
Last year, as we discussed in the Houston section last week, they the Pistons were the worst team in the league by wins, 17. That uh-huh. is historically bad. Yeah. Um, they did, of course, miss Kate Cunningham for 70 games. He played 12 yes. games. Uh, they also have, But they also did have Sadiq Bey for 52 games. He's not there anymore, who was one of their better players. Um, they did, yes, Hawks legend. They did get better in the offseason, unquestionably. Even just mm-hmm. beyond K, they add Monty Morris, who mm-hmm. I love. They had Joe Harris, who's an adult. A um, couple of rookies, Asar Thompson, Marcus Sasser. They didn't lose much. Hamadou Diallo, eh, Corey Joseph, whatever. Uh, still some weirdness, though. This is still a Troy Weaver team. They got James Wiseman and Mar- Marvin Bagley. I don't know. In addition to Jalen Duran, who I do like Jalen Duran, but the other two guys, I don't know what's and they going just, on there. And they just paid Beef Stew a bunch of money. They just gave him starter-level money to p- play the four a lot for some reason. And um, sometimes the three. Like, they had him at the three, like a decent I, bit last year, I, I which, like – what are we doing? It's look. I hate this front. I I hate yeah. it. I hate everything that's happening with it. Like I don't hate all the guys on it. No, I just hate the combination of people. Like on there's the just no, court. there's no, there's no, no, seems to be no plan. Um, and I I'm I've always been very high on Cade. I think that he will bounce back and be good this year. Um, I think Monty Morris just as a, as an adult steady hand is going to help him a ton. Monty um, Williams is a good coach. Monty is a, Monty is an upgrade for sure. Um, yeah, I, I like a lot of things about what Detroit has done. I also still, as you referenced, hate the front court. Are they going to win 12 more 12 games than more last games? year? Uh, I, I, they could, they could, I would not, sure. on it. I, I would, uh, I, I would, I, I would have, a, it's just a, yeah, like for me, it's like, this is a lean under because, like, I, I just don't see where you see like a huge, huge leap again. Like, it's Cade, 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 Cade is big, but it's not like they were very good a couple years ago like and obviously they maybe have a better roster now but like i just it's yeah. just so weird like to to see this kind of a jump in win total um well, and i guess it, they didn't want to get that they don't keep you know every year we talk about this but vegas is not they're not going to hang a bad lines as low as that maybe could you know you have to be so outlier bad to get a number in the mid to low twenties preseason. So like just for this year, there's no, Washington. there's, there's yeah. Washington's going to be super low. And that's because they're, you know, they have this roster that as we'll talk about probably later on. Yeah. They're more, almost more weird than Detroit is, but Detroit's just young and you know, young teams are not, not good generally. Like yeah. even someone like Jaden Ivey. So, Jaden Ivey, I like Jaden Ivey. Put up some numbers oh. last year, counting stat wise. He he was pretty bad, like, but he was a rookie. That, that's that was to be expected. Like, I still like Jaden Ivey the same amount that I did a year ago. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that he was a rookie guard and rookie guards are not well. Good. And something I, the other thing is for me is like this is a young team that's going to have to relearn how to do everything again. Like new coach is, helps, but it's still uh, well. But the pro- the thing is, it's a new coach for a young team, so there's going to be growing pains there. They're going to be asked to do different things. And it's a young team that's going to have to, you know, like Jaden Ivey's going to have to relearn a totally different role than he played a year ago because now he's playing back alongside Cade. And like what, and he's asked, what he's asked to do is very different than he was last year playing alongside Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes, I think, played the most minutes for the Pistons last year. Uh, Killian um, Hayes is a, is a longtime favorite on this podcast. But yeah, he was, no, uh, Ivy, Ivy number one, but Killian Hayes was number, was number two. Yeah. So, so uh, that's not a great backcourt. Um, no. And so, so like it is an upgrade. Oh I understand gosh. all that, but like I just lean under because like how many outcomes do I see of this as a low 31 team? Not Some. great. 
Not, not, not they, a ton. They, they exist, but it's basically Cade's, it's basically Cade's Cade, an all-star. Cade, Cade makes a leap. Uh, Ivy's improved. They figure out the front court, which they I don't keep, trust and, and they they keep Boyan, who they could trade at any moment. I don't, I don't know if they're going thing. to, but they they could trade they him. Keep asking for like an unprotected. They probably should though. trade him. Um, so well, that, yeah, that's that's my thing. They could and they could move if Joe Harris comes out and is shooting that thing, like he could get flipped. Monty easy. Morris could get flipped. They're easy. both on expirings. Uh, you mentioned Boyan is now an expiring instead of two years on the deal. So like I don't know if they'll no longer be asking, demanding a, a unprotected first like they were last year. Yeah, the, Haw- um, the Hawks had some talks. I I don't know if you know if that got reported. Why the Hawks talked to Detroit about Boyan at one point and kind of came away flabbergasted by the price it dude like, it's it was wild like everything that i saw was like they wanted an unprotected first well and you know there was some deandre hunter stuff and oh uh, and you know i get look for all the deandre hunter like he hasn't been great but like you, you don't trade that guy no for, for Reynolds. Bo- 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 no. so it is it is what it is so yeah but anyway um yeah no i i lean under because one sell potential two yes. I think they're going to still be in evaluation mode in that front court, which means lots of minutes for guys I don't think are very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and three, that's a lot of wins compared to what they did last year, even factoring Kate. They could take a substantial step forward and go under this number. Correct. Also, yeah, I, I like. I just, I just think there's a gap between them and the next team in the East. Um, yeah. Like if, if you're talking about them and Orlando, I think it would be the next team. Is that? Am I? Well, you got Washington, but yeah, I mean. Well, no, I'm just talking below about them. like that. Washington's uh, below them, but like I'm talking so about the next maybe team. Charlotte. Maybe Charlotte. I think Charlotte's better than them. Yeah, I think Charlotte's definitely better than them. Right Charlotte now. and Orlando are pretty comfortably better than them. Um, I'd, pro- I'd probably rather be Detroit long term, but I, no, I think Charlotte, sure. Charlotte, Charlotte for this year, I'd rather have Charlotte. No question. Um, so we'll touch on that later on. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. We 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 like the under just because the number is it's high. I mean, then that makes sense. Like you take advantage. Like they have a, they have a lot of young guys that are sexy people realize they're all top picks and Cade breakout stuff. And I love Cade. So it, it is what it is, but lean under would like there. to be wrong. Would love to agree as always, as always when I take an under, especially on a young team would be thrilled to be wrong here. Cause again, I'm not going to bet this, but like, I also have lots of, you know, as you might imagine, well, you're, my, you're, my, you're. my local tie. I have lots of, I have lots of family and friends that are Pistons fans. I, I never was a Pistons fan. I have no, I have no emotional investment there, but I have a lot of friends that like the Pistons. Same. One of my, one of my friends here in Baltimore. Big big Pistons guy, Pistons the guy. Bad bad beat for that, that gentleman. That's the jam. Uh, anyway, thank you, Robbie, for doing this once again. Yep, kicking off the Eastern Conference in style with the Central Division. Uh, please plug things on the way out the door. Uh, read us on LeproxSportsAndDimeMag.com. Uh, Puntcast is rolling along, and had a great week. That's it. oh, we crush it. We crush it. Uh, 18, seven and two. Love to see it. Winners. Everywhere. Better than my NFL column as we're, as we're talking now. So anyway, was that two and two, two and two pending Monday night. So we'll pending, see how this, hey, people, people, people listen to this. They're going to know what the result of that game was. I don't know what's going on, but thank you, Robbie, for yeah, being here as always. We'll have at least a couple more of these on the way, including the yeah. Southeast at the very end because the Hawks yeah. are involved. Please subscribe to the podcast, everybody. Tell a friend about the show. Check out the podcast. Check out Uproxx. Check out Dime, etc. And we'll see you all next time.